back to International Minute of Mystery, where we go through the Austin Powers movies one minute at a time, starting with the International Man of Mystery. I'm Johnny. I'm Alyssa. And we have our special guest joining us back from the Monday Minute, Harper. I made it back. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I got really confused when you said the Monday Minute, because I thought like you were saying that was his podcast, and I was like, I thought it was the Thing Minute. <laughs> the Monday Minute. He does, <laughs> really confused. He does, too. <laughs> This has got a very busy schedule. <laughs> it's just all about Monday. It's a Garfield Minute podcast, actually. <gasps> oh, my God. Sign me up. Can I guess it? <laughs> <laughs> we talk about our favorite lasagnas and, you know, how much we hate Mondays and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. I'd listen to that. We yell at John every yeah. Monday. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. Zeus, what are you doing? I have real cat life experience, so we can... Yeah, we can talk about cats. special guest, Zeus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zeus is just <laughs> mixing up the audio for us and scratching everything. And he's, hiding behind my laptop. He's That's the DJ. He yeah, he's just a little DJ. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. He'd be the worst DJ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, minute 37 begins with more evil laughter. More. Because we couldn't have enough. <laughs> and it, like... Oh, <laughs> oh my god, he's so funny. And he's literally Sorry. trying to close my laptop right now. Um, so the laughter kind of just like dies off, and they're just sitting there awkwardly, like, <laughs> and that kills me. I always wondered how evil laughter ended. Like, you can't just like transition smoothly into something else. Like just cut scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to just like stop immediately what you're doing and move on. You just I don't know with one like. Oops. Um, I don't remember what I was just about to say because Zeus is trying to unplug everything. <laughs> Sorry, he's being—he's being a ham. He's like, I know you're recording for real right now, so I have to like make my mark. <laughs> okay, yeah, I—you just this, the weird like. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, at the end. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they're like exhausted for for laughing so hard. Uh, yeah, I think. Mike Myers said it was something like he just always wondered how they uh, like after the evil laugh, how somebody transitions from that to like, uh, well, I'm going to go get a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty like, good right, explanation of that. Back to work, everybody. Go be evil. Yeah, right. All right. Enough standing around. And then my favorite transition we've ever had this this movie is um, Mrs. Kensington's flat. So where we go to next. Oh, yeah. Um, so we get Vanessa's mama. Yeah, she calls her mom on the phone. She's um talking about how upset she is about just in general, like Austin everything. She made him sleep on the couch. And, and her mom's really proud of her for resisting his charms. <laughs> and Vanessa's pretty disgusted. <laughs> she doesn't understand why people think that he's hot. And then her mom explains to her that um, in Britain in the 60s, it was okay to have bad teeth. You could still be a sex symbol. I don't agree with that at all. I was trying to think of some actual <laughs> British sex symbols that have bad teeth. And I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm an expert on that subject. Well, it ha- yeah, and it does have to have, like, be in the 60s. But what other sex symbols were there in the 60s and Britain. I don't know. I'm Googling it. All right. Google's our best friend. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm totally going to, like, show my colors as not knowing what I'm talking about, but, like, Rolling Stones is mostly 70s, right? I think so, yeah. I have no idea. And nobody in the Beatles had bad teeth particularly, I don't think. No, you weren't really looking at their teeth. These are all women. (laughs) They're all women? That's, that's, that's... Um, not necessarily surprising. This came up. This is not the sixties. This is not the sixties. That was like <laughs> early thousands. Okay, Google's not our friend anymore. Um, yeah, everybody's looking like they got pretty great teeth. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sure where that like that joke necessarily comes from. I'd be curious. I mean, somebody li- listeners, you know. Right in. <laughs> yeah, if that's true. I'm curious. Or not. Um, I guess like all she just all she meant, I'm guessing, was just like he just he's so charming that like it doesn't matter, I guess. I don't know. I also think it's funny that like obviously the intro of the movie kind of makes fun of this too, but like he's supposed to be a spy and yet he's also like a, a well-known sex symbol among everyone in Great Britain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like there's no way he could ever blend in. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. And he seems to have a day job as like a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Never goes anywhere without a camera. True. He's on the cover of every magazine. It's just not, you're not a real spy. Not You're very not, good at uh, like at pretending to be somebody else. Hi, I'm uh, Richie Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am surprised how old ladyish that Mrs. Kensington flat Kensington's flat is. It's very like that old wallpaper. She's got like tchotchkes everywhere. Well, she's old though. I know. But she's she's so fabulous. Well, it's very British too. Old. Yeah, it is. It's like super British old lady. British ladies collect all those, like, plates and stuff. Ceramics. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, cherubs and weird painted things on them. Oh, yeah. You have a hutch. Every old lady in it, Great Britain probably I think it just appears when you get to a certain age. Like, it just... <laughs> like, because no, nobody, like, buys one of those, right? I, you, like, inherit them from another old lady, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My aunt has one where she keeps all the spoons that she collects. She oh, collects man. <laughs> my, my grandma has a hutch, too. She keeps um, painted plates, so that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> my nana collects salt and pepper shakers. Oh, man. Old ladies love to collect things. See, just pour some if, things. If I talked to an old lady, I'd be like, I collect comic books, and they're like, why the hell would you collect that? <laughs> That's such a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you paint something on them and then put them in your hutch? <laughs> And like dip them in porcelain and put them in your here. Buy some plates instead. Now that's worth collecting. Plates are useful. You can eat on them. They've never eaten on these plates. No, you don't eat. They don't eat on their nice china. There's like a very thick layer of dust, but they're so proud of it. It's like no one eats on these plates. They're just for decoration. These plates are not for eating. And then they have a whole room in the house that you can't go into. It's right. got like plastic on the furniture. Yeah, it's just there for decoration. Well, the hutch itself is just it's an it's a piece of furniture designed so that you can tell kids they can't horseplay near it. Oh, yeah. True. Oh my god. Yeah, true. that's true. My grandma like, did tell me that all the time. <laughs> it's mostly because it's like very solid wood and if you shake it and it falls on you, you're dead. That's number 1. <laughs> well, and the collection is ruined. I mean, I don't know which one's more important to the grandma. But. <laughs> 
the collection she's been collecting her entire life. Before you were there. Yeah, right. these kids have only been around a couple of years. <laughs> oh, man. Way less valuable. Those kid's only five. These plates are... 65 years old. <laughs> you, could get, you could get a new kid, but you can't get me all these new all these plates. Irreplaceable. Oh, I'm thinking about... Irreplaceable. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry about that. Oh, my gosh. I thought about Antique Roadshow just now. <laughs> like, hardcore. That's what Mrs. Kensington does. That's what she watches, and then she, like, hopes that she can take her plates one day. <laughs> oh, my God. That's perfect. That's her new job. She retired from being a spy, and she's just running the antique roadshow. That's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On a complete and total, like, 180 side note, I want that breakfast in Vanessa's pajamas. Um, Yeah, and so she eats that sauce. (laughs) Okay, no one eats. Are we there yet? No. It's the next one. My bad, guys. You didn't hear that. Just gloss over it. It didn't happen. I didn't really notice her eating anything else until then, so... No, she's got, like, this beautiful, like, tray of room service and uh, her, like, silk pajamas. Okay. And um, somehow, Austin doing morning naked squats. Like, who does that? Scott's in shape. Naked <laughs> squats. But he just woke up. Then he was naked. I don't know. Have you ever done squats right when you wake up? Uh, I've never done squats. <laughs> I don't know about squats. Like stretching, sure. But like, yeah. I don't know. But I'm, yeah, I mean, maybe it's part of the unfreezing process. <laughs> I feel like all of this is just like, we're going to explain it a way that he was, because he was cryogenically frozen, that all the weird <laughs> shit he does is just because he was frozen. I think you should use that excuse as much as possible in this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to start telling people that I was crying. Genically frozen for 30 years? Yes. Okay. You'll get away with a lot That's why more. I'm acting so weird. <laughs> I can't assimilate into society because I was frozen for 30 years. I don't know how people do anything. Yeah. Um, I kind of am wondering, so he was naked, sleeping on the couch. Did Vanessa, like, see him naked? Because she obviously went and got room service. Like, she had to open the door. Right? Mm, that's true. And the room service guy saw him naked, too. Everybody. Everybody's I, naked. He doesn't care. Well, he doesn't care. I know, but I, I feel like she would care. I feel like oh, she would yeah. like, throw in a fit. You could see the room service guy leaving. I didn't even notice that. Oh, that's right. I didn't even notice that that's either. That's super weird. I, I mean, I know. guess Austin had a blanket on, but... Oh, yeah. It could be. Yeah, that's true. But you do see his uh, penis-shaped chest hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do. And you don't see his penis because it's very cleverly hidden by just a bunch of stuff. Her hand... A magnifying glass. It's so, ever so clever. A champagne oh, yeah. bottle. So clever. A champagne bottle that he picks up later. Yeah. Did, what did the commentary say about like this minute? So they said that because uh, it's it is. I, I imagine this was actually really hard to do. Um, and they said they set up. Uh, like usually for something like this, they would set up a monitor for the actor to be able to look at. So like so that she would know that she like had her hand in the magnifying glass at the right place and stuff. But what they did in this, in this case that made it work even better is they set up two different monitors so she could still move her head around. So it didn't look, just look like she's staring at the same place all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, but if you look, she's like always looking at one of two, like she moves from left to right. 
And I think you might actually even be able to see one of the monitors in the reflection of the magnifying glass. I actually just noticed that. Um, but yeah, that's that's it's pretty clever because that way she can still kind of act normally and move her around like she doesn't know what's going on behind her. That's cool. Yeah. I I never even like I honestly didn't even know that that was a thing that that movie magic thing happened. I just felt like they were they had a guy who was like behind the camera holding up like okay and not okay symbols yeah. of like you're good <laughs> to the left to the left. <laughs> no, no, too far, too far. You staying right there. Now twist the magnifying glass. Good, good. <laughs> and just do like the the vocal overlay like afterwards. <laughs> So you don't hear him at all right? yelling in the background. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about it. I don't think about the movie magic, though. No, that's why we have Harper. <laughs> he thinks about the movie magic. I do. Thanks, I do the movie magic sometimes, but most of the time I go. just watch the movie magic. <laughs> we're just like, uh, oh, we're going to watch this movie for pure entertainment purposes. And then we decided to do it minute by minute. And now we're... And that went out the window. <laughs> yeah, now we're unraveling the magic, I guess. Magic is gone. It's all dead. For every movie ever from now on. <laughs> uh, well, the, I like that the the conversation that Vanessa has with her mom kind of alludes to what we all wanted to ask Mrs. Kensington. Oh, yeah. Did she sleep with Austin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totes. Because, like, she would always deny, be like, no, I was married. Mr. Kensington wouldn't like that. And, mm-hmm. like, all this stuff like that. But... You never got a straight answer out of her. And he would she would have such like glowing reviews of Austin. Yeah. She like he's her best friend and he's so debonair and like he's very charming. Yeah. So it finally gets to that point where she doesn't deny really. She just keeps going on about him. Yeah. I mean that continues into the next minute mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And it's a it's a clever setup too, because it's like On one side, like, what they're talking about is, like, kind of, like, standard narrative setup. But it's, like, totally not 100% necessary to the story of the movie. Like, this could, you know, it's nice to have in there, but you could take it out and it wouldn't affect, like, the story. But uh, so people who, like, don't want to pay attention to that are just like, hey, look, you can almost see his junk. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's a nice, like, twofold thing. Exactly. I watched it twice because the first time around I was just paying attention to their conversation. Mm -hmm. And then the second time I was like, oh, wait, like he's behind her, right? So I watched it again and I'm like, yep. And then I just paid attention to that and like the magnifying glass and stuff. Yeah, because I definitely paid attention to more of the dialogue because I only watched it once. But I did notice the like him moving around in the background and like the strategic placement. But I was like, I'm really concerned about the conversation right now. So. And I like that she just kind of goes on and on to the whole, like, you know, women wanted to be with him and men wanted to be him. Like, she just kind of, like, it's like, you can see, like, Vanessa would probably be like, okay, mom, like. I I didn't call you for that. I called you to, like, rant about him and now you're being super nice about him and I'm over this conversation. Totally. Well, she wanted to understand what everybody, like, sees in him, you know, what his, what, Yeah. Why he's, like, supposed to be, like, a sex symbol if he's ugly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I guess this is supposed to be, like, the first time when Vanessa's, like, starting to maybe see why, you know, like, like starting to see him as a as a potential romantic partner. Like, just a hint of that. Yeah. Because she, she's not, like, because she's trying to tell her how disgusted she is. And then, obviously, her mom's telling her that she doesn't need to be. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. 
right. pretty romantic. It is. <laughs> Hi, your mom's giving you the free pass on her best friend that was cryogenically frozen. Like that's weird. We've all been there. Uh, we've all had that <laughs> that time happen to us. That's so weird. But the minute ends with um, her still kind of like going out about Austin and not really answering the, yeah. the ultimate question. It's very charming. <laughs> and we'll get to find out other things like... Yeah, the continuation of that conversation. The continuation of the conversation and how she gushes about him. And also the the bleeped out, like, what you weren't supposed to hear in this minute about the sausage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, definitely... You come- talked about the champagne. I did. I did. I mentioned it. It's okay. I'll, I'll revisit it, I promise. Um, but don't forget to come back next week, or next week, tomorrow. God, where am I? Who am I? What minute is this? <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> All right, come back tomorrow on Wednesday for minute 38. Um, and Har- don't forget. Oh, oh sorry. I was going to say Harper will be back. And yeah. And she will be all week long. I gotta do some squats real quick, and then I'll be right back. Okay, get your energy up. Make sure you take all your clothes off first. You gotta oh. do them naked. Yeah, yeah. And it's like an important mess, part of the process. Mess Absolutely. up your hair a bit too, because he had full on bedhead. <laughs> Grab a bottle of champagne and do some squats, and then come back for Wednesday. Sounds like a plan. All right. Don't forget. Stay groovy. groovy.